Why we do all of that testing of the sound and then you immediately go way over? <laughs> anyway, hello.、Mm. This is Ryugaga Talk. Hi.、Uh, back、uh, after some, a short break because of busy business. But we're back. Yeah.、Uh, Slightly busy. busy. Yeah. yeah. So. We were going through Yakuza 3、mm. uh, on this podcast where each week we travel through a different chapter、hey. of the、mm. Yakuza video game series.、Hey. Uh, we are very close to the end of Yakuza 3.、Hey. Which I'm not sure. Yakuza 3 has felt like it's been going for a long time, but also very short at the same time. Yeah. That's weird.、Mm. Um, probably because there hasn't been a lot of side stuff that's really grabbed me and like. I haven't spent a whole week doing. It's similar to when you were a kid、mm. eating something you don't like、yeah. in the menu. Yeah. And t- took ages to finish、yeah. your meal. It's kind of that feeling. That's what. <laughs> so that's <laughs> what same portion. That's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> But I have to be honest. So, Yakuza 3 is food that you don't like? No, I don't. Oh, well. Natto. Well, we're almost there. It's like natto. So, we are currently in chapter 11,、mm. Crisis,、mm. the second to last chapter of the game.、Mm. Um, so, we're almost there. Yeah.、Uh, we pick up just after the end of chapter 10, where we fought Joji in the strip, gigantic, super huge、yeah. strip club、mm. uh, in Okinawa.、Mm. Um, Where we beat him up, and then that meant he stopped following his CIA orders.、Mm. It's weird. It's a, this is like the most extreme, like Dragon Ball or kind of situation、mm. where a bad guy immediately becomes like one of the best、Your、friends friend. mm-hmm.、Uh, here. Mm. So. Right after the end of chapter 10, Joji is having a bit of a nap while Kiryu is sitting there drinking.、Mm. Um, Toma has completely disappeared. He's、mm. gone off to apologize、mm. to Tamiya.、Mm. Uh, so he's just gone、yeah. out of the story. Yeah. Farewell. Yeah. <laughs> no But, more going to、mm. the、uh, diet building, I think.、Mm. Uh, politics is out now. Yeah.、Um, So, Kiryu, once Joji comes back around and asks, like, How long have I been out? Beautiful eyes.、Um, mm. Kiryu has rightfully questions that why does beating you up mean that you or your orders are overruled? Because I defeated you in a fight.、Mm. Um, but Joji. Is kind of his own thing at this point, I guess.、Mm. Um, we get some more explanation, which is like 
Yeah, that kind of really unsatisfying explanation where it's like, <laughs> actually, all of the bad things that happened that made the story interesting, that was all just a big misunderstanding. Mm. I didn't shoot Dojima. It was this other guy that mm. was with me the whole time. Sounds like a politician. No. And, and I didn't shoot Nakahara either. It was the other guy and he got scared because Nakahara had a gun. Yeah. It's just like, that's convenient that like we didn't have to figure out how Joji was going to become like a friend and an ally. Yeah. So after you know, how Kiryu could be okay with that after he shot two of his friends. Yeah. It's like, oh, he didn't actually shoot his friends. It was Mi- this other guy. It, yeah, it's a misunderstanding. Yeah. Is the And under normal circumstances, I wouldn't have shot those guys anyway. Mm. It's like super convenient, like just a little... It's, it doesn't really matter for the storyline that we have currently. Yeah. I think it might be important in the next chapter. But for this chapter here... Like, that explanation is just an excuse for Joji to completely join Kiryu's team mm. and, like, ignore all of the things that happened before because, oh, that didn't really happen. Like, Saki apparently can't figure out when she saw that person get shot. She saw witness Nakahara get shot mm. and drew Joji. Mm. Why didn't she draw the other guy that actually shot him? <laughs> was behind the wall? Yeah, that's very... Yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, Nakahara, he had a gun and the other CIA agent got scared. No, Daigo, Daigo, Daigo had, had a gun, gun too. And then, yeah, it's just... That felt a little convenient to yeah. just have, like, now we're friends. That's all okay. Yeah. It was a misunderstanding. I was going to shoot Tomo though. though. I was definitely I was going to assassinate him. Don't m- mistake. <laughs> like, hmm. was going to shoot him. Hmm. The other ones, so that was just accident. Hmm. Um. So Joji also hmm. knows where Daigo is, and he's kind of surprised that Kiryu doesn't. <laughs> um. No, we we didn't. No. Hmm. And but Mine is, of course, going to go after Daigo. Yeah. Uh, because if he knows that Daigo is alive, mm. that's the one thing that could stop him from taking over the Tojo clan. Yeah. Uh, I'm not quite sure how that works, but mm. that's fine. So Daigo is not Nemoto Clinic. No. He's, he's in... been in like a uni hospital. Total uni hospital. Was it? Okay. No. Um, no. And... Mine may already know where Daigo is, so there's mm. a bit of a uh, race against time. And yeah. then Joji says, like, of course, because Mine's been working with Black Monday, so he'll have all the information from them. Mm. And he just says it and then moves on. Yeah. And both of us at that point were like, hold on. How do they? How did they know Wait, each other? Okay. Mm. Mine, mm. yeah, mm. got it. Mm. And he was working with you know, doing background stuff and trying to get the the resort deal. Mm. Got it. Mm. Got it, right. And that was so he could get the, all the money and take over the Tojo clan, mm. right. And he mm. was working with 
was he working with Hamazaki or was he doing his own thing? He was doing his own thing with the the Snake Flower Triad. Mm. But he was working with Kanda until he betrayed Kanda. Mm. I don't... I feel like I had missed something when this was just brought up and just moved on in Mm. the conversation. Mm. I don't remember any connection between Mine and Black Monday up to this point. But Mm. now it's just dropped and it's just like, oh yeah, they're totally working together, of course. Like everybody already knew it and it was an established fact. Now maybe I'm dumb and Mm. I just completely missed that in the previous chapters. No, I don't think so. It's just, you know, uh, Mine is a bad guy. Black Monday is a bad guy. They're all working together. together. But I think they didn't spend any time establishing that and explaining that because... Parts of that don't even really make a whole lot of sense because Mine is still working towards building the resort Mm. to make money. But the resort was only there as a way of making the military base happen and the military base was the thing for Black Monday to try and steal a fake defense thing. Mm. Black Monday doesn't have any motivation to be involved with any of this anymore because the only motivation was through trying to steal the secret missile defense thing Mm. at the military base Mm. that didn't actually exist Mm. and was all Tamiya's design Mm. with the CIA. Mm. What I feel like it's become one of those storylines where you have to not try and actually piece together what's going on. You just have to like sit back and go, oh yeah, bad guys, good guys, let's go. Maybe. What is even uh, happening anymore? Because Black Monday is looking after the defense force thing system, right? But it doesn't exist. It was a fake one to try and catch them out. Hmm. Hmm. But Mine wants to hide the relationship between the Black Monday, so that's why he used. But why would resort? they have a relationship with him? The resort was there to hide the military base. He's just doing it to get money. Hmm. I don't know. It's bizarre. Daigo mm. is in Tokyo. Okay. And Move on. it's okay. a yeah. I don't. I, Maybe we'll get further explanation next chapter or mm. maybe you, there's something we missed and we'll have to go back. I'm not mm. sure. Uh, Daigo is in Tokyo. Mm. I'm sure we'll get a long Mine monologue explaining everything and yeah. going, you're a fool, kid you. Mm. You don't see the future. I'm the future of the Yakuza. Mm. Now fight me on top of this building. Yeah. Um, and then Chopper. Yeah, yeah, mm. a helicopter mm. and... Mm. That day, that day is, is in a helicopter, like, watch out! <laughs> oh, and the building explodes. Bomb. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's definitely what's going to That is my happen. prediction. Okay. Mm. That day is going to be in a helicopter. Yeah. And the money, scattering money, yeah. flying be money explosion, around. Explosion. Fight on top of the building. Yep. Shirts off. Explosion. Chop, chopper. Helicopter. Expl- rocket yeah. launcher. Um, explosion. Money. Right. Hmm. 
Why would there be money again? I don't think there'd be money this time. I think that only happened before. Oh, There's yeah. no money. Money is this. always involved. Yakuza yakara. CIA. Um, CIA, building top, rocket launcher, helicopter. Document. Fight. <laughs> Documents. Mm. The secret Document. documents will float down mm. and be picked up by, by a journalist. Yeah. Date will be in a helicopter, but then back on the ground and picking yeah. it up and going, ah, oh, my big scoop. Yeah. Money. <laughs> <laughs> and money. And scene. Uh, so, Daigo is in Tokyo, and it's a mm-hmm. race against Mine to get to Daigo first. But mm. before that happens, Taichi runs into here, which yeah. is the... The, like, most shocking thing yeah. in this whole scene. Like, we've had this fight and, like, guns and Black Monday and this stuff, but the most unsettling thing was, like, Tai Chi just on his own yeah, running into a gigantic strip club and going, <laughs> Kiryu! <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Kaz! <laughs> Whoa! Tai Chi! Kora, kora. <laughs> you came here by yourself. Would have thought like one of the older girls would have come as well or something, <laughs> but just Tai Chi on his own, <laughs> um, or the other kid with him or something like mm. it was just, just, the, just shocking by himself. Mm. If two kids are kind of would have been like, okay, all sure, right. yeah, they ran together, mm. but just Tai Chi is mm. very so independent. Whoa, uh, the kids in orphanage are like Tai Chi really and Mikio, independent, yeah, um. Yeah, Morning Glory is under attack. Mm. Um, so we get a little bit of a backstory here. Yeah. Uh, to this, with the kids playing mm. Morning Glory, mm. there's Rikia, Mikio there, mm. um, and then Mine mm. appears mm. with Tamashiro, who mm. we haven't seen for a while, mm. and he shoot he shoots Rikia. And Mikio in the legs. Mm. Haruka stands up mm. to Minai. Mm. And then he gets really like maximum bad guy in the scene where yeah. he's just like, ah, you orphans, you're like leeches. Mm. You're like puppies I'd have put down. Like super duper like the most evil <laughs> Like, I love how, like, cartoonishly evil Mina is in Mm. this scene. Mm. Not quite compared as much as Tamashiro Mm. is in this chapter, Mm. who is just, like, fantastic throughout. Mm. But Mina just, like, full on, like, I'm going to bulldoze an orphanage and you kids are gross and I kill puppies and bleh. Mm. Um, And Haruka. And slaps... (laughs) Haruka slaps him and then Mina hits her. So, like, and then I'm going to beat up a child. Mm. And then orders them to like start smashing up the orphanage with sledgehammers. Yeah. Um, and bulldozer as well. And bulldozer. Mm. And destroy the dog house. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll go, the guy who comes over with a sledgehammer to smash. Yeah, but Mikio. Yeah, but Mikio um, rushing in between. Yeah. And defends pot- the dog defends house, the dog house with his back. Yeah, he gets hit with a sledgehammer multiple times. Yeah. So yeah. now we have the uh, definitive proof that uh, Mikio is yeah. uh, unconscious. Yeah, and uh, stronger from the guy in Yakuza Zero. Yeah. Um, hmm? <laughs> what? Anyway. Okay. Uh, so 
Mikio is knocked unconscious with sledgehammers mm. and like later almost like appears to die, but he's fine. Mm. Well, not fine, but he's okay, alive. Mm. Mm. Um, Tamashiro is like being the most fantastic asshole in this whole thing. Mm. Like in this whole chapter, mm. Tamashiro is, and it became very clear, like, he is a better villain than every other villain that's been in this game, which is a real shame because he's, like, the first, like, the off, off to the side, like, down the rungs villain. Mm. He's not one of the top three. Mm. He's, like, way down. Mm. But he's more entertaining than all of them. He's more entertaining than Kanda, mm. who's kind of like, eh. He's more entertaining than Hamazaki, who was okay in the bits that he was, he was in, but mm. really wasn't in that much. Mm. Like, do we even have a fight with Hamazaki? I can't remember <laughs> mm. at this point. Mm. Um, she, he used the Saki's mum? Yeah, yeah. Like, Tamashiro has been like a more. I think the thing with him is that he's too low in his villainry. Mm. Like he doesn't. He's not. It doesn't have like a big plan to take over the entire country or something like some of the other guys mm. or the Tojo clan or anything. He just mm. wants to be maximum the asshole mm. across all like. Just the stuff he can reach. Mm. He, I'm not. He's not ambitious to go and be an asshole to somebody else somewhere, mm. or like try and get into the politics or you know all this stuff. He's he's satisfied with being. I'm gonna be, get these local people and be such a spectacularly incredible asshole just here. Maybe as a human being, Tamashiro type of person can be happier than someone who has big vision yeah, and, or uh, desire. Well, yeah, and I think that's that's kind of part of it is that Tamashiro is enjoying being a villain so clearly. In, 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 in Okinawa. Of, in in all, Okinawa. Yeah, but in all of his scenes across mm. the entire game, like when he was like the Saki's mum stuff mm. and the stuff at the, you know, the previous part we dealt with him before. Mm. And right here and in this chapter, like, he's, like, really chewing the scenery and being, like, so over the top. He's mm. got that same, like, villain, like, you know, Emperor Palpatine in the uh, Star Wars prequels mm. level of mm. just, like, really over the top, really intense. And that, you know, intense, like, super asshole for no reason yeah. bad guy, which... Super enjoyed it throughout yeah. all of this. That's we call chimpira. Yeah. Like a mediocre Yakuza and then slightly higher level than thugs. Mm. So we call chimpira. Yeah. And he's that. Well, I think the thing with Tamashiro as a villain in here mm. is, I mean, he's, he's on the same level as Kanda mm. as well in, mm. in terms of his character 
mm. where he's like he is one dimensional character. He doesn't have like a tragic backstory. He mm. doesn't have a part where he has like a noble ambition, but he it's expressed in an evil way. Mm. Um, he's he doesn't he's not going to have the the part where you know he you know reflects back on his past and maybe he lost something. But he was ambitious, there. though. Yeah, but not like he's not like other Yakuza villains. Yeah, you know we look like you know Kuze or mm. you know these other villains, which they have their redeemable aspects. There's nothing about Tamashiro that is going to be redeemed. He's not that important of a character to redeem. Mm. He can that makes him free to be just horrible, just really disgustingly horrible mm. but in such an intense way like the stuff here with nakahara where mm. nakahara is begging to not destroy the the orphanage and he's mm. like gloating and like stepping on his head and mm. all the, like being as disrespectful as possible mm. in here like mm. he doesn't have to tamashiro's character doesn't have to have yeah the the tragic backstory or the mm. You know, the noble ambition or the respect of any character. Mm. He won't, like, in the last moments, you know, Kiryu will respect him or anything. But that kind of person is a happy Atomode, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the simple He's thing. a happiest man, I think. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then past that, we have the bulldozer called in and starts actually yeah. demolishing yeah. the orphanage. Mm. Uh, Kiryu is extremely angry mm. um, at hearing that they're attacking the orphanage. Mm. And now Joji is like playing the Date role here where he's like, mm. I'll get the transport. Mm. I'll get the CIA, CIA transport to Tokyo after Q's done mm. here. Mm. Don't worry about it. Mm. Um, Mine will be there with the Black Monday leader, which mm. again, like, wait, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Well, okay. I'm, I'm quite sure we should be able to find the next chapter in next yeah, chapter. Yeah, we'll probably have a yeah. fight with the Black Monday leader. Yeah. For no reason, because like, okay, that's the bad guys here. We'll yeah. just deal with all this, deal with it all, figure it all out. Um. Hmm. Yeah, we had to Morning Glory, which has been completely mm. destroyed. Mm. Nakahara has been taken. Mm. All of the kids are outside. Mm under the stars on there's mm. like some tarps and stuff mm. and like a barrel fire which came from somewhere mm. was it a barrel fire or bonfire i think it was a flaming barrel uh, it's quite familiar yeah it's uh, always you can see at the park yeah mm. it's just the one from the park yeah um rikia wants to come mm. but uh Kiryu refuses mm. and they have a big talk about what it is to be a man mm. um, here. Mm. Um, what do you think? What do you need, need to be a man? What does it... I think... What do you need to be that, the man? I think people asking that question need to consider huge, what that is. Huge. Choreograph. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So once again, Kitty refuses. Mm. You know, if you're just going to throw away your life for nothing, all this kind of stuff. Mm. Um, 
and we head to the Okinawa Bullring. Ah. Uh, which uh, eagle-eyed observers might recognize because it was reused as the battle where you fight one of the Amons in Yakuza oh, Zero. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, where he drops uh, thousands so, of, di- of chairs, chairs from a helicopter and, yeah, on top of your head. Yeah. Um, originally the final, uh, not the final battle, but one of the bosses in Yakuza 3. Mm. Is there actually a bullring in Okinawa? Is that a thing? I don't know. Otherwise, maybe. maybe. Um, Tamashiro is there with mm. a bunch of angry bulls. Mm. Um, Tamashiro here remains, continues the stuff we talked about before, just being the most spectacular and fantastic piece of shit mm. possible. Mm. Um, they throw Nakahara in with the bulls and Tamashiro is ready with a gun that will mm. startle them and will cause them to attack and tear Nakara apart mm. if Kiryu helps out because mm. Kiryu arrives. Mm. Kiryu arrives, but then Rikia, of course, the guy who has always followed Kiryu's advice when he refuses to allow Rikia to come somewhere, mm. um, of course, ignores that ab- advice again and comes here. Yeah. With Saki. Mm, because Saki requested him to take her. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and they called the cops. Mm. Which is like the first time I think we've seen like a Yakuza just go like, why don't I just call the police? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason I can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, so Tamashiro shoots. And the bulls go crazy. And that's at that moment where Saki finally regains her voice mm. and calls out to Nakahara. Mm. And then Nakahara shows his power. Because we have to remember, Nakahara is the the boss of the Yakuza mm. here on Okinawa. Mm. And up until this point, we haven't seen, like, why, how did he become the boss? Mm. And here we finally see it where he catches a charging bull mm. and just throws it to the side. Mm. Um, it's fantastic that mm. Nakahara just like pulls out this mm. extreme power from nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really enjoy that. Mm. Um, so Nakahara at this point is all powered up. Mm. and ready to just, like, fight bulls mm. and will be totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> and was not going to be torn apart at all. Yeah. Um, so we get the fight against Tamashiro's thugs here because mm. um, Nakahara is taking care of the bulls on his mm. own. Um, clear through them mm. and then take on Tamashiro himself mm. uh, in the bull ring. Mm. Um, which the fight against him is pretty okay. Um, mm. At this point, he's like, I don't know if he's not particularly different than his previous boss battle. And mm. like previously, you had him on the uh, rooftop. Was it? I think, yeah. Well, you had to like avoid him shooting at you. Mm-mm. Um, but it's particularly easy in this ring. I mm. don't know if he's just like the same level he was before, and mm. 
leveled up everything, especially mm. like the dodging way too much. But mm. he wasn't terribly Difficult. challenging, but he wasn't right. particularly annoying either. Mm. Even when he called in extra guys, mm. it was fine. It was very easy to avoid his shots. Mm. Um, so we defeat Tamashiro. Mm. Um, and then like immediately turn our back to the guy who's just knocked down and has a gun. Mm. Um, and we get the the part in Yakuza games where you've just gone through a boss fight where you've got shot, I don't know, like 14, 20 times mm. with a gun mm. and it was fine because you had some stamina Yeah. And now, oh no, now it's a it's a cutscene gun now. Mm. There's the, the only, the deadliest weapon in the Yakuza series mm. is a gun in a cutscene. Mm. In gameplay, guns aren't dangerous at all. Mm. It's a BB gun. Yeah. BB gun. Yeah. But in a cutscene, it's a real it's gun. It's a serious business. Yeah. Um, so, Kiryu is, and going over to Saki and Nakahara, Nakahara. Mm. and Tamashiro gets up and reaches for the gun and mm. points it towards Kiryu and the mm. others. And Rikio is the only one that spots him. Mm. And just as Tamashiro fires, Rikio steps, Rikio steps in, in the way. Yeah. Um, and takes the bullet. Yeah. And then Tamashiro is about to shoot Kiryu mm. and then gets shot in the head. Yeah. By <laughs> just right in the side of the head. Yeah. Um, very suddenly mm. by Georgie. Yeah. Zoom. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, just to the side and like eyes roll up and just bang over. Yeah. Um. Georgie, who is annoyed that he wasn't there sooner mm. to stop this from happening. Mm. And then we have Rikia on the ground mm. um, and the emotional yeah. death scene yeah. as, as Rikia talks to Kidu about yeah. being a man. And we have the, the manly tears mm. coming out mm. and Aniki. Mm. And the uh, slow piano cover of the main theme mm. of Yakuza 3 over this whole scene, which mm. is really amazing. Mm. Um, and then Rikia dies mm. in Kiryu's arms and Kiryu's screaming. Yeah. Uh, which is very sad. Yeah. It was really sad. Yeah. Mm. Um. Mm. This part of the story yeah. is why I think it is so important mm. to, like, five chapters ago, mm. do the side story where you finish Rikia's tattoo. Tattoo. Mm. And then that increased to the bond between, not that it, like, the. Kiryu still reacts the same way, even if mm. he didn't finish that thing and you never see his tattoo after that yeah but i feel like that is such a crucial part of this 
relationship, this friendship between the two and like, oh, now I've got the same, you know, the same mm. ink is on my back as in yeah. Kitty's back. Like mm. that connection between mm. them, I think it's so important. Mm. Like it's crazy to me mm. with what happens in the story here mm. that that sub story is optional. Mm. It's a stronger uh, brother food. Yeah. Mm. Like, I feel bad for people that went through the story and didn't do that sub story because it's easy to miss. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, because you you have to, like, go out with Rikia and do stuff mm. and go to the specific point. Mm. You know, there's a lot of stuff that would lead you to do that, but it's, it's easy to miss. Mm. Um, one of the interesting things about this scene here is mm. that... Um, and I didn't realize it previously, but I noticed it because of the music that was playing in the scene. Mm. Because it is that piano version of the main theme mm. here. Because the main theme is only the main theme in the English versions of Yakuza 3. Because oh. in the Japanese version, it's uh, the ah, Ekiji Yazawa, Yazawa mm. Song is mm. the main theme of mm. Yakuza Three, mm. and it's also one of his songs here in the Japanese version. Mm. So in the Japanese version, it has the Jikan. Jikan yo tomari. Yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something like that. Um, in here, so it's it's a licensed song over this scene. Oh. Um, so it's another one of those ones where the licensed music doesn't come across. So. Oh. Uh, same as the 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 Crazy Ken Band song in the Yakuza Two. Yeah. Um, although the... I think we got the did we get the the like replacement version because I think Kiwami Two had a replacement version. Really? We didn't uh, get the Crazy we didn't, Ken. No, we didn't. That's in the original original. Mm. Um. Yeah. So. A sad ending to mm. chapter eleven, but chapter eleven is was fantastic mm. across the board. Like really strong chapter. Mm. Um, pretty fast because you yeah. go through a lot of stuff. Mm. Like everything happens one after another. Yeah. Um, but like compared to the, some of the chapters we'd had previously, like really it moved. It had great mm. scenes. Mm. Like the characters, mm. like you know, you had the you know exciting, mm. cool parts mm. of like Nakahara throwing a ball, mm. uh, you know the tragedy, the, mm. the super asshole villains, mm. um, and sad ending. Joji being like a cool like team member now, like yeah. um, I think across the board this is like one of the best chapters in the game. Mm. I really liked Rikia because his face is a really boy looking. Like yeah. A really nice big eyes, like a boy, like yeah. a teenager. Rikia's great. He's... And then, but still, he's got the punch palm. Yeah. The hairstyle is a really old middle aged guy. Yeah, hairstyle. yeah. I like that with Rikia. Like he's got like a like an old style, but also like. Young, young, he's still as well, young, but yeah. he's not like a like in some of the you know Yakuza Six or, or mm. other games where you have like a younger. I mean, Yakuza Six is played by the same actor, mm. um, 
where you have the young guy yeah. with you, yeah, the same actor as Rickia, yeah, um, who's a similar role. He's mm. the young, young, uh, yeah, yakuza, yakuza. Mm. but um, like more stylish and yeah. cool and stuff. Yeah, um, it's I really enjoy Rickia being. Yeah, that kind of like stick to the uh, style. Yeah, mm. I mean, I, I, maybe that kind of contributes to Okinawa feeling like this, like disconnected, like old <laughs> that they yeah. they haven't kept up with like modern style. Mm. Like, no, I'm a yakuza guy. I have to dress like this, don't yeah. I? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I guess so. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like a little bit behind, mm. but also because Daigo never looked like the Rikia. No, he was young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but having like that old Yakuza style mm. with a young guy who he wants to do all the good things mm. and but and be the, you know, you know, stand up for mm. his family, even though the family's only like a handful of guys. Yeah. It's like three guys mm. and an office. But yeah. Ricky is great. Mm. He's a fantastic character mm. across. Like mm. all the the Rudo family is really cool. Yeah, even even Mikio got the great hairstyle too. Yeah, yeah Mikio the, as well. The Yankee like, hairstyle, the really um, blonde hair and then got the long mullet. Yeah. yeah, and I love when it's got those, there's only a couple of moments, but those moments of like Mikio and Rikia yeah. and hanging out at the orphanage and, yeah. like, you know, oh, let's build a dog house or like yeah. some like weird little parts as yeah. well. yeah. Let's chase after that dog. Oh, hmm. let's help him out. Ooh, hmm. We need to feed him something. Like all those little moments. Hmm. Even though there's only a couple of them throughout the game, hmm. it really builds the feeling of it being like a bigger, longer, you know, them being involved in hmm. stuff. Hmm. Like you get the sense of it. Hmm. Like they just touch a few bits in and the picture fills in the rest of it. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and Rikia being and Kiryu having that friendship and connection and, you know, getting along so well, mm. you know, he has a friend who doesn't try to kill him at any point. Mm. That's nice. Mm. They get in a fight one time mm. and at the start before they know each other. Yeah. Does betray him or mm. anything. Like, mm. it's, yeah, the innocent Yakuza boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say innocent or... <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Authentic Yakuza. Yeah. Mm. He's actually, you know, like uh, the closest character that you could compare him to is actually probably like a young Ichiban. Uh, yeah. Yeah. True. Ichiban. Yeah. Not was... just the haircut either, <laughs> but the, the personality. <laughs> mm. Yakuza Seven mm. uh, has a similar like feel yeah. to the character of like kind of dumb, mm. young, doesn't really know much, mm. but has a very strong convictions towards some way mm. and goofy mm. interactions. Mm. Like it's great, mm. great character. Mm. Tragedy, yeah. Um, but yeah, so. One more chapter. Mm. So that's we'll the end. We'll find out about... Yeah, that's the end of the chapter 11, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So now we get to 
find out about Mine and Black Monday. <laughs> yes. Hmm. 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 All right. Yeah. Well, that's it for this chapter. Mm. Hopefully the next podcast will come out a bit earlier. Um, mm. So if you want to send an email, you can send it to rugopodcast.gmail.com Rugo hey. Talk on Twitter. Hey. And that's it for this episode. Yep. Remember, kill you. Never, never killed anyone. anyone. Bye. Bye. Sakitemo,